understand why but it's all good with God's word. I you to take a point I want to make or a verse or something like that. And when you start looking at it, God's word is so interesting. I don't mean to make light of it. Like an old Pac-Man game you used to have. You play, 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 and you listen to that music because you just want to put it down. But God's word is so much better. Once you get started, if we're not careful, I'm going to let you just expand and expand. You don't want to stop. But I know that we're constrained by time, and it may be shorter than we like. But I'm going to continue on in 1 Peter. We're going to start at verse 3. But it says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again, Unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. You know, tells us that he blesses us, why and how he blesses us, and that it's by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We're begotten us in that lively hope. Look at 1 John 5, 1 and 2. Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ, is born of God, and everyone that loveth him and begotten him, also that is begotten of him. By this we know that we love the children of God. When we love God and keep his commandments. You notice how God's word in small verse tells us so much if we would just take time to study I reach back in the Old Testament shelters too. I realize it's nailed to the cross, but I think we still have those same principles. And if it were not important, God would not have gave it to us and would not tell us that it's a schoolmaster for us. But Micah 6 verse 8. He has showed the old man what is good. God is good. And what does the Lord require of him? He gives us all the instructions. We can't say we didn't get instructions. But to do justly and to love mercy. A lot of times we want justice. On that great notable day, we will want mercy. And we're to walk humbly with God, not go away from Him or hide from Him like Jonah did. Not go ahead of him, but go with him. He has shown us by these three things what is expected of us in our life before. I look at 1 Corinthians 15, 1 through 4. Moreover, brethren, in other words, moreover, that's tension. I declare to you the gospel which I preached unto you which also you have received. You know what we're talking about the plan of salvation? Here. But if we don't understand it, how can we believe? Which you have received and wherein you stand. That proves if we understand God's word, we should stand in that God. By which also are you saved. That is the criteria we're saved by. If you keep in memory what I preached to you, unless you have believed in vain, 
We have to keep in memory what the Bible says, not what man says. We can't get the rail. <clears throat> For I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures. If we don't believe the Scriptures, we're in trouble. Verse 4. And that he was buried and that he rose the third day according to the Scriptures. You know, it's a place that tells us to keep his commandments and not break it. God will ask nothing of us that we can't do, and he's already shown it by having his son come to earth. And then look at Micah 6 9. We saw 6 8 earlier, but this is 6 9. The Lord voice Christ in the city, and the man of wisdom shall see thy name. Here he the rod who hath appointed it. God speaks to us through his word. He doesn't give me that quiet, still voice. Everything is open and it's in that word. But look at how could man only hear and understand God's desire for all to be saved. All. He sent his only begotten son that all could be saved. The only reason people are not is because they neglect, reject the love of God. And Luke 13, 34, such a beautiful sight. If you've ever had small hens or chickens, even big ones, that mother hen will fight you for her last breath. To take care of those little doodles. It says, Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem which kills the prophets and stone them that are sent unto Look at all the damage this thing did. And yet, how often would I gather thy children together as a hen doth gather her brood under her wings? And you would not. That part is sad. It's a beautiful part to watch those doodles follow that hen and learn if we could but follow God's plan and learn all we're supposed to. James 18, of his own will begot us with the word of truth. Where it comes from? That we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. I look for a moment at 1 Peter 1.18. For as much as you know that you will not drink, redeemed with corruptible things such as silver and gold, from your vain conversation, received by tradition of your fathers but with the precious blood of Christ. As of a lamb without blemish and without spot, who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you. Who by him do believe in God that raised him up from the dead and gave him glory that your hope and faith might be in God. That's what I find. Seeing you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the spirit of unfeigned love and brethren. See that you love one another with a pure and fervent heart. Don't let anything get in and take it away. Being born again, not a corruptible seed, but incorruptible by the word of God 
which liveth and abideth forever. When all of this earth is destroyed, God's word will never fail. You realize love will never fail? Everything else will fail. But God, Jesus, and all that love him will be in heaven and paradise. That will never stop. First Peter 1, 4 and 5. To an inheritance, incorruptible and undefiled, and that fadeth not away. It will not go away, reserved in heaven for you. We are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. That's what we have to be faithful. It's going to be revealed in that last time. Also, Colossians 1 5. For the hope which is laid up for you in heaven, where have you heard before in the word of the truth of the gospel? Now, how do I know that that's laid up for those? Those that have obeyed the gospel, we should live in a safe state as long as we <coughs> walk in the light, the kids in the light. That'll be coming up in a minute. But Acts 2 47. Praising God and having favor with all the people, and the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. We have to be in the church to be saved. And then 1 John 1 7. But if we walk in the light, as He is in the light, we have fellowship one with another in the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, Columbus, and our Almighty it all we know. As long as we do our part, He is His. Cleanseth us from all our sins. But we are to realize we have hope in eternal salvation. My eternal salvation is I have hope in it. I'll get it on that day. And we'll see this in Philippians 3, 9 through 14. And be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ the righteousness which is of God by faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. If by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead, not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after that I might apprehend that for which I am apprehended of Jesus. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Jesus Christ. If I was already there to perfect salvation, why would I press? that mark. But we press with that mark to attain that eternal salvation. However, let's not let our life allowance. First John 1, 5 and 6. This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. You know, there's people who want to hide in the dark when they do something wrong. They think people don't see them. 
Part Table 1, 6 and 7. Wherein we rejoice, wherein you rejoice greatly. So now for a season, season if need be. And you are heaviness throughout manifold temptations. That the trial of your faith, being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto the praise and honor and glory at the appearance of Jesus Christ. Now, you know, many times I hear we're going to be tried, we're going to be tempted, we're going to be tested. And I, I was thinking about we kind of get caught up in this and temptation is not a boogeyman. God will give us a way. He will find us a way, but sometimes we have to see it before it gets to us because then it's too late. Our faith, if it's fully trusting in the Lord through thick and thin, will be found without faith. Second, Corinthians 4, 17 and 18. For our lot of affliction, which is but for a moment, you know, a lot of bad things happen to good people, and also a lot of good things happen to bad people. If God didn't bring rain on the just and the unjust and have mercy on all of us, those of us that obey the gospel later in life, we would have been lost before we ever got there to the chance. And our light affliction, but for a moment, our life is possible for the faith. And it's appointed to men who want to die and then the judge. But it worketh for us a far more exceedingly eternal weight of glory. While we look not on the things that are seen, but the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things that are not seen are eternal. Now we can see God's handiwork. I mean, through on the earth, we can see the trees, how beautiful they are, how they change, how the the flowers of the field. They toil not, nor do they spend it. But yet they're prettier or, or more arrayed than even Solomon. So we know that there is God, but we have not seen God. <coughs> Romans 12, 12. Rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer. For we have times and they will come that are difficult. But if you will look at Romans 12, 9 through 19, it will show us how to prepare and develop a loving, caring attitude. I've heard many people say, your attitude will determine your altitude, so to speak. <clears throat> Let love be without dissimulation. And pull that which is evil, cleave to that which is good. Be kindly affection to one another with brotherly love, in honor preferring one another, not slothful in business, <coughs> fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. 
verse 12, again, rejoicing in hope, patient tribulation, continuing instantly in prayer. We need to be ready and able and desire to pray to God in the good times also. Give him thanks. Don't wait till we have trouble. But we also pray when we're in trouble. We know where those blessings come from. Verse 13, distribute to the necessity of saints, given to hospitality. You can always be kind to someone. Bless them that persecute you, bless and curse not. That might be a little more difficult, but we have to do it. When hard times come, this will separate so the cream rises to the top. If you want to be what you should be, you have to take the high road. Rejoice with them that do rejoice, and weep with them that mourn. Be of the same mind one toward another. Mind not high things, but condescend to men of low estate. You know, like the lesson this morning about being partial to the gay clothing or to the poor. It should not make any difference. The best principle we ever have at school treated everybody with respect. It didn't matter how rich you were or how poor or who your parents were or whatnot. He treated you with respect. God treats us with respect. Do we not respect his creatures, his creation? <clears throat> be not wise in your own conceit recompense to no man evil for evil provide things honest in the sight of all men if it be possible as much as lies in you live peaceable with all men this is not an excuse to say well it's impossible I may have it out of exact order I can't remember the word, but all things are possible through Christ who strengthened me. So if I want to do it, I can do my part. If they don't do their part, that's on them. But I shouldn't use this for an excuse to say, well, I'll mark it off. It wasn't possible. Try first. We cannot worry about tribulation from within or without from the brotherhood or from out. As I said, take the high road. How can I take the high road and have an offense, offense if you will, with good, described here. A smile and kindness overcomes most evil. When you and somebody is arguing with you, a good smile, a good attitude will save a whole lot of bumps and bruises. Sometimes we're placed in bad situations. But remember, it will always get better. Acts 16, 19 through 24. And y'all can remember about the story above this. And when our master saw that the hope of their gain was gone, they called Pilate, Paul and Silas and drew them into the marketplace under the rulers and brought them to the magistrate saying, these men, being Jews, do exceedingly trouble our city and teach customs which are not lawful for us to receive, neither to observe being Romans. Well, they're not so much as concerned about that as they are the money. And the multitude rose up together against them, and the magistrates rent off their clothes and commanded 
to feed them. A bad situation. And when they had laid many stripes on them, they cast them into prison. Beat in prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely, who having received such a charge, thrust them. You know, he didn't, how about come along? He thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in socks. But look at how Paul and Silas handled this. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. Think of the influence for good. You're treated like this. You don't fuss and gripe at those. You praise God. <clears throat> and it will get better. Acts 16, 26. And suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundation of the prison was shaken. And immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's bands were loose. You know, Colossians 4, verses 5 and 6. Remember, though, it will get better while we are working for God. We have to do our part. Walk in wisdom toward them that are without, redeeming the times. Let your speech be always with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer every man. If we think ahead when tribulations come, we'll be ready for it. Proverbs 15.1 A soft answer turns away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. You can say words kindly. You can say words correctly, but in unkind ways. And it causes more problems. But that soft answer doesn't mean say it's where they can't hear it. We're to preach the word boldly. But we need to let our speech be seasoned with salt. We also need to taste it before we say it. And try to think of how the hearer will interpret it. First Peter 1.8 Whom having not seen, you love, and whom, though now you now ye see him not, yet believing. We haven't seen God, but we believe. You rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Now I started to go off here because Peter was writing this and it says not seen, but we know he had seen. But as I was saying some of the Bible, I said simply he had seen God. And that's true. None of us have seen God. But take this and go to Romans 15, verses 13 through 14. Sorry. Now that God of hope fills you with all joy and peace in believing. When we believe in God, we should have peace, joy, comfort. <coughs> that you may abound in hope. Through the power of the Holy Ghost. Verse 14. And I, might, and I myself also am persuaded of you, my brethren, that ye also are full of goodness, filled with all knowledge, able 
also to admonish one another. I want us to think about this word admonish for a moment. It can be to put in mind. That's not always to scold someone. It's not our job to always be um, critic of what everybody does. We may not see the whole story. But admonish is also used to show kindness. Colossians 3.16. Now remember admonish here and then admonish what this is. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. We don't think harshness to people on the same thing. But also keep that in mind. Sing with grace in your heart to the Lord. Admonish them the same word in Romans, there's Colossians. But consider Psalms and hymns to encourage to bring to mind. Think about bringing to mind the suffering before the Lord's church. That's to bring to mind. But also think about warning in a hymn. There's a hymn that describes it's those that are outside of Christ. It says outside denied. So that's a warning. It's told to us very calmly, but it's still a warning. First Peter 1 9. Receiving the end of your faith, even the end, even the salvation of your soul. Go to Romans 6, 22 and 24. But now being made free from sin and become servants of God, you have your fruit under holiness and to the end everlasting life. Now there'd be more to verse 23. But for this moment, it says, for the wages of sin is death. Now, I can stop there because I'm going to show us what happens. Isaiah 59, 1 or 2. If I draw that way, it's just my fault. Because the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save. Neither his ear heavy that he cannot hear. But yours, my iniquities, have separated between you and your God. What I do. And your sins have hid his faith from you, that he will not hear. Death is a separation of self from God. God will never leave us nor forsake us. Now, for the rest of the next part. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. That gift. Ephesians 2, 7 through 10. That in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. For by grace you are saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is a gift of God. Or it is a gift. This explains how it comes. <clears throat> not of works, lest any man should boast. If we could earn our salvation by working, 
then God would receive the glory for something he gave us as a gift. Verse 10. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. We should be doing good works. First Peter 1.10 Of which salvation the prophets have inquired and searched diligently to prophesy of the grace that should come unto you. Prophets, prophesying. Genesis 49.10 The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver from between his feet, until Shiloh come, and a him shall the gathering of the people be. Well, where is that word Shiloh? And Strong in the PowerPoint, it tells us that if you look up the epic of Messiah, an epic means a word or phrase expressing the quality of a person. That comes from Webster's New World Dictionary, 1973. Now, we'll go from epic to Messiah. Messiah is anointed, usually a consecrated person, but anointed. Who do we look at God's anointing? <coughs> Now this will be Jesus coming from Nazareth after he's been tempted by the devil in Luke 4, 1 through 14. But this is Luke 4, 16. And he cometh to Nazareth where he had been brought up and as his custom he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and set up for grief. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he opened the book, he found a place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering the sight to the blind, to set up liberty to them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book. And he gave it again to the minister and sat down. And the eyes of all of them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. And he began to say unto them, This day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. Look at Isaiah 61 1. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and to open the prison to them that are bound. You know, Christ suffered. Isaiah 53, 1 through 3. But who hath believed our reports? Who hath, and who is the arm of the Lord revealed? For she, he shall grow up for them as a tender plant and as a root out of dry ground. He hath no form nor comeliness and when we shall see him there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of men. A man of sorrows and acquainted with grief and we hid as it were our faces from him. 
shall all likewise perish. Without repentance, I am lost. I have to change my way of life to do what God wants. Leave that other behind. And then confess that Jesus is the Son of God, John 20, verses 31. But these were written. We have these scriptures written that they might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you might have life through his name. And then be baptized. We're all going along. And if we don't baptize according to the scriptures, we haven't made it. First Peter three twenty one. The life figure one two, even baptism does also now save us. Not the putting away the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. I know that our conscience can't totally be our guide, but it is a good helper. We need to have a good answer. And then live faithfully to the end of our lives. Revelation 2.10, and I'll also read from here, verse 11. Fear not of things, things which thou wilt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison that you may be tried. We're going to have trials and temptations. Our life is short, but it brings us. Be thou faithful unto death, and I'll give thee a crown of life. Look verse 11. He that hath an ear, all of us can hear, we should be able to understand God's word. Let him hear what the spirit of the church, what the spirit saith unto the churches. He that overcome shall not be hurt of the second death. That second death is a lake of fire. Notice it says, he that overcome. If we fail, we lose that pride that we've been pressing for that mark. But now, can you need to obey the gospel today as day of salvation? Or, if any has obeyed the gospel and quit walking in light as he is in light, that darkness being in light, we have to get in that darkness. We have to admit that sin is between us and God. And then have prayers that on every day and be back right relationship with God. God give us this plan. Let's not let the greatest thing in the world pass us by, and that is a home in heaven, because we don't listen and we don't respond. But any need to respond, please come forward while we stand and sing.